Okay, I'm here. All right. <laughs> Welcome to uh, another edition, another episode of the VDOT and Friends podcast. This is DJ VDOT. You know, sometimes they call me your auntie's favorite DJ. Sometimes they call me your granny's favorite referral coordinator. Sometimes they call me Vinny Omega. I've just been called the lead singer of the group. Um, what else? Uh, new nickname alert. Uh, no, it's an oldie but goodie, but, uh, the late night plumber is in the building this afternoon. Yes. <laughs> you know, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at VDOT underscore D underscore DJ. Snapchat, that's DJ VDOT 757. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or even on the Anchor app. You know, go ahead and download that Anchor app. Google Play or the App Store if you're an iPhone user like myself. Search for that good VDOT and Friends podcast. You can actually leave messages, voice messages. Yes, you will be on this show if you decide to uh, drop me a gem. You know, a hot take, uh, some wrestling news, you know. Or shoot, maybe you met me back when I was in the military uh, back in Italy. Shout out to a couple of spots. What is it? Naples, Brindisi, Taranto. Shoot, I was running around that bitch t- calling myself Craig David. <laughs> Not even lying. Not even lying. I'm walking down the street and like, Craig David. And I'm like, yeah, put the hand up. You know what it is. You know the vibe. But anyway, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a couple couple weeks, three weeks to be exact. Uh, but had a lot of things going on. Uh, shout out to my homeboy, Most McLeod. He's coming a constant of the show. You know, um, we go into the couple of weeks we missed, a couple of uh, experiences we had throughout our couple of weeks of this life, but I'm going to go ahead, play something, and we're going to jump to that conversation. Let's go. Yo. Oh, yeah, we in there. Yes, yes, yes. Back again after, uh, shoot, three weeks. Yeah, man, a little bit of a hiatus, you know. Yeah, no, I got, had a that I'm trying to uh, get in line, but um, shoot, go ahead and tell the listeners, um, you were in L.A. a couple weeks ago, weren't you? Man, look, so I was in L.A. for a little work thing we had going on. They, they send all of us out there every year. Um, this was one of the first years they decided to send us to L.A. Live, literally right across from the Staples Center. Like, if you've ever been in yard, that's it. That's the only thing that separates us, right? Okay. Um, so I'm in there. You know, as soon as we, we touched down, one of my coworkers is like, hey, man, did you know that uh, Raw is going to be right across from us on Monday? Here it is on Sunday. And I'm like, oh, bet, bro, I'm meeting me a wrestler tomorrow. I don't care what y'all say. I'm meeting somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm literally waiting the whole damn day. I'm stalking, like lurking around the lobby, trying to just run into somebody. Uh Went the whole damn day, didn't see anybody, right? Here it is, the end of the night. I, I'm pretty much twisted. I'm sauce money. I'm ready to go upstairs and hit the bed. Um, but, you know, one of my coworkers was like, yo, I heard they got a rooftop uh, pool. Let's go find it. So we're sitting by the elevator waiting to go up. And, like, 
in my peripheral, I seen this dude that literally looked like Perry Saturn, and I had so many jokes in my head for him. Like, I was, <laughs> oh, my God. There was just so many things I wanted to say to this man. But I was like, ah, you know, there's wrestlers around. Maybe he's an up-and-coming like, wrestler. He's an inspiring wrestler that I don't know about. Uh, yeah. Not paying attention. I go and turn around, hop into this elevator. As soon as I turn around, I see this big, broad-ass bat. And then I see this really tacky ass suit. And then I noticed the haircut. And I was like, hey, yo, is that Vince McMahon? And like, neither of my, uh, my coworkers really understood what the hell I was trying to get out there. But I was like, yo, is that Vince McMahon? Hey, is that Vince McMahon? And then the door shut. As soon as the door <laughs> shut, I'm like, bruh, was I just within arm's reach of Vince McMahon? I could have touched that man and I didn't do it. And like, hey, I mean, I, I don't know if I would have touched him because you, you you did say Perry Saturn. Was you next feel me? Floor. Look, look, that's all I was thinking while I was in that elevator. We made it up to the fourth floor, and I was like, guys, we got to go to fuck back down. We can't do this. Like, I'm not gonna miss out on my opportunity just because y'all were hesitant too. Like, we can't all be hesitant in the same elevator. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, that that conversation could have you could have ended up on WWE music, bro. You know I mean? Look, I had a, a a coworker that was still back in Philly. And uh, we were cracking jokes because I texted him as soon as someone told me that WWE was in L.A. that day. And he was like, yo, if you see Mr. Ink Man, just tell him that we're training. Because uh, <laughs> we both been uh, checking out that uh, the wrestling gym that Drew Gulak came from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, and he's like mad serious about doing it right now. So I was like, yo, I'm going to let him know that you really training like it's going down. Uh, yeah. So uh, as soon as I told him, I was like, y'all was in arm's reach. And he was like, did you tell him? I was like, nope, bro. We ain't <laughs> friends no more. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, that's like that's like when I was in New Orleans and uh, walking down Bourbon Street. I had just uh, snuck inside the WrestleCon. No, uh, yeah, I just snuck inside a WrestleCon to cop me a shirt. And um, I'm walking down the street and I look to my left. And it's fucking Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, damn. So I'm starstruck. I'm sitting there hand grenaded out, and the most I could do was just scream, hey, Brett. Turned around and waved, and I kept, kept it moving. It was just like the, uh, the the little commercial they used to have back in the 90s with the little kid in the hallway while Brett's about to walk to the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's no, I lied to you not. He turned around just like that. Oh, man. Hey, Brett. Just like that. <laughs> On cue, you know what I mean. Look, but shoot, let well let me tell you about um uh, my 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 week in the past couple of weeks. I had a uh an incident with a patient getting mad at me over some pain pills. Um, we couldn't get him a pain management provider. I told him why. I was like, dog, you gotta you gotta lay off the marijuana for at least like thirty days, and then you can try this shit again. He didn't like that. He started with the motherfucker this, motherfucker that. Somebody's gonna do my motherfucking referral. I'm on the way there. Click. Hung the phone up. Calls back, speaks to the manager, and I guess the manager felt a different tone than what I did. She said, pulled me over to the side, said, I talked I talk to him, yada, yada, yada. And I uh, said, if he comes up here and he comes up here brawling, make sure he comes after 4.30 because I can give him some smoke if he wants it. And I played it off because I was actually leaving at 3.30 that day. So I <laughs> But... I didn't think nothing of it. Went home, enjoyed my, my the rest of my day with my family. Friday morning, come to work, and somebody threw a cinder block through one of the vans and, um, that we use to pick the patients up that don't 
are either too old to drive or just don't have cars. You know what I'm saying? Oh damn! So they call they call police and um they make their report. Police ask them, "Do you think you know anybody who do, who did that?" Managers say, "Well, I think I have somebody in mind because after she had got off the phone with homeboy, she started to look up his criminal record, and supposedly in his heyday, man was a gang member. I mean." He is like a 60-year-old man with face tat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, so to the uh, – I'll call a spade a spade. To the to the normal preppy, fair-skinned, blonde-haired, blue-eyed person, it's kind of scary for them. That's that's something they'll they'll clutch their purse up to or they'll lock their doors when they see him walk by type shit. You know what 100%, I'm saying? 100%. 100%. So they make their report. Um, one of my coworkers had a wedding – uh, Saturday that I was not at because I was doing uh, I was gigging for a um, a health fair, you know what I'm saying. So I was playing some music for them. But Monday comes around and um, I I find out from our our uh, work gossiper, our work reporter, we call her hotel because uh the hotel will hotel everything, <laughs> even it's, the mayor, tell <laughs> everything. But don't say nothing about none of her business. Why are you in my business? It's like, bitch, you is fucking <laughs> you put, Channel Ten News. I bet you put it out there. <laughs> you put you put everybody else, everybody else stuff out from who they humping to their plans on getting in the house. Or she be telling patients every day, you know, Vince is going to New Orleans. He's getting all his friends together. I'm like, yo, chill. Hey, hey, shut the hell up! Don't be telling people that. Chill. Don't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't need people knowing me. If I want them to know me, I'll, I'll let them know. Or they can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. You know, you know wherever it is. All right. But anyway, she um, says they were sitting down during the reception saying that this patient... Oh, let me mention, also mention that from my conversation with the guy, by the time I got to this table at the wedding reception, I had been threatened. The guy's a hitman. He's coming to shoot shit up and Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So once this news gets to me on Monday, I'm like, what? I was like, oh, it didn't even happen like that. I was like, he got mad. He didn't. He couldn't get his dope. And I had to be assertive in my tone. It's just I'm a deep voice dude. So when I raise my voice, it sounds like hell's coming. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I didn't think nothing of it. Go home Tuesday morning. We sitting in our little weekly meeting discussing our, our patients sitting in the hospital and what we're going to do to try to keep them out. You know what I'm saying? Brainstorming for 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 excellence. You feel me? But yeah, I see the assistant manager gets up, get up. She walks away. Then I look to my left. Here comes the police. Oh. Like, so I turn straight to the center manager. Somebody's talking. I don't even. I, 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 it was a doctor or somebody. I just stopped them. I was like, really? Really, 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 like really, but really, yeah. I hear what the man is. I was like, really, okay. So it's really that serious. She's like, well, I just just wanted to be safe and yada yada yada. So I said, cool, I commend you on that. But as I'm sitting in this meeting now, now my my mind starts work working. It starts running. Blood pressure, even though my blood pressure is great, <laughs> it starts to the. the starts to boil up a little bit and I start to start analyzing this stuff. So if I was so-called threatened for my life, right. And y'all had to call corporate 
find out my address, write it down in incident reports and things like that. Shouldn't I have been told this was happening? That you're going to bring this individual in to try to mend the relationship or tell him he can't come to the center anymore and receive medical care from us. Shouldn't, shouldn't I have been in the loop? Or you should have been the main one in the loop. Yeah, I, I should have been, oh, hey, he's coming in. Um, we'll prefer you to go to lunch or, or, or something when he comes. So nothing happens. You know what I'm saying? If it was this bad. So after the meeting, I pulled the manager to the side. I was like, yo, so why, why am I here? She's like, well, the other day you said you didn't care about it and you, you could do whatever you want. I was like, yes, but the cops weren't involved then. If I react to something, even though I might be saving a life, I'm still going to go to jail because there's a cop here. Yep. You see what I'm saying? I was like, I was like, none of this makes sense. If this guy's so threatening, why are I'm when you walk through the doors, I am the first person he sees. So how would I be able to get away? Because you have the police somewhere in the back sitting there playing on his phone. He's not up front by the door. Of course not out conversating with the with with patients and or watching TV in the lobby. He's in the back somewhere posted up. So that's 10 to 15 seconds of him trying Got to get his gun right. Got to get around the corners because it's some fucking maze in the in the back office. You know what I'm saying? Like none of this shit made sense. So, bro, everything happened so quick. Like he wouldn't have no time to react. He wouldn't. None at all. None at all. And I'm sitting in, a, in like. So I've been at my frustration that everybody in a suit. I was like, I'm cool and and, and whatever, whatever. But here's the kicker. Once they have their conversation. They signed this man back up and put some put some back on the books to have an appointment. What? Yes, while we're paying police fifty dollars an hour to be there. What? Yeah, yeah. So this is pretty much just like contact Yes. Yes. So fifty dollars an hour. They've been there for the past sixteen hours. <laughs> we better be fixing roads or something, right? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wasting my taxpayer money, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, honestly, Jesus! But but shit, crazy. I and the thing of the thing that gets me the most is y'all are covering your ass for something, but you really don't value my life. Exactly, exactly. So that's all that that's telling me that they were more concerned about losing that customer or losing that patient than they were about you. Yes, yes. So now I'm in. I'm 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 at a crossroads. The the money's great there, you know what I'm saying. I I got some certifications and shit that only work fucking for their company, but oh, it gives me more. Yeah, it gives me more guap an hour, you know, and I enjoy it. But I'm at the. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could if I could jump back from this. It feels like it's time for me to uh, start kicking ass and taking names like a WWE stomping ground. Hey, real shit. Real shit. <laughs> So let's uh, go ahead and get into that because uh, stumping grounds did occur while we were um, on while I was on this break. Um, overall, with stumping grounds, I thought it, it started off hot with the pre-show. You know, the cruiserweight match was fire. Yeah, oh yeah, that cruiserweight match was perfect. Like I, I loved every second of it. The crowd was with it. Drew Gulak ended up coming off with the uh, championship. Yup. 
that that was dope. Uh, Tazal looked good. Tony Neese looked good. I mean, I, I I enjoyed the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And look, it, it took me a minute to get into 205 Live. You, I think you literally had to tell me like three times before I finally was like, all right, let me get this. Yeah. And then all it took was for me being like, oh, shit, Drew Gulak's from Philly. Let me check this out real quick. Yeah, man. And then I watched, I watched this monster of a man over here fucking like taking people's heads off. He's so like systematic with his shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I've just been like, all right, now I'm stuck. But then I saw Desalo too. And I was like, yo, that's right in my alley too. Damn it! Now I'm stuck on 205 Live. Yeah, 205 Live is the is the is the hidden gem of the WWE at, at currently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just wish it had better placement so more people could watch it. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that match. Uh, then they started off with the Raw Women's Title match between uh, Becky Lynch and and Lacey L. Evans. Yeah, you know, I kind of had a feeling that match was going to go the way it went. Yeah. Um. I knew Becky wasn't going to lose her title, not right now, to Lacey Evans. Yeah. Uh, I had a feeling it was going to be leading up to something bigger, and lo and behold, of course it does. Yeah. I mean, I'm and and to be honest, I'm not I'm not feeling Lacey Evans in in this role. I didn't think she was ready, and that match kind of showed it. Not at all. Yeah. Becky looked pissed off a few times at just her missing things. Exactly, and it was like completely obvious she missed it. Like, if I could say here, you go, damn, she missed that real bad. Like, come but, on, man. I know. Shout out to the, the commentators for trying to, to clean it up as much as they could, but... Sure. Yeah, that, that it just, it, it soured the match. The crowd won't really into it. But the crowd picked back up when uh, it was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus The New Day. Ooh, yeah, because that was a good one, too. That was that was super fire. That was super fire in my eyes. Uh Xavier Woods is is one very extremely underrated performer when it comes to being in that ring. He hey, he look, got skills. He, he I was just telling someone that the other day because I was like, "Yo, I, I went back and started rewatching like old NXT when he first came in." Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, he was an animal back then. What happened?" And then I started watching just like the progression, I guess you could say, man. I was like, yo, he's always been an animal. He's just so fucking underrated. Like, yeah. I better pay attention, man. Yeah, he he he's been. I mean, shoot, I remember him when he was in a uh, TNA. He used to go by Consequences Creed. Oh shit! Oh shit! That's what that was. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> oh fuck! Now I gotta go find old TNA clips. This is crazy. Yeah, man. Consequences Creed. That was him, man. <laughs> Shit. Then, oh, uh, man, I... then the the the, uh, the night continued to get a little bit better. You know, Ricochet uh, winning his first main roster title after the shout out Samoa to him. Joe. Shouts out to him for that one. Yeah, that shout out to Trevor the King. You know, what I mean? yeah, man. He's uh he's a Philly fan. You know, what I'm saying he likes the Eagles. Because uh, he got taste. He got whatever. really good taste. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. ATL all day, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look. Dirty bird. Hey look. hey, look, as long as we had the birds, look, it's all good, man. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, the Daniel Bryan and Roman versus Heavy Machinery, another fire match. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I see Heavy Machinery, they're, they're finally getting their their footing on the main roster. They get and featured I'm a lot. happy for it because, like, first off, if you don't rock with Otis, you, you can eat a whole bag of them. I don't care, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah a whole bag of dirty ones with drip. You feel me? Like, Otis is that dude. 
Right, right with Otis. And Tucker knows his role, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And people going to stop being disgusted by this caterpillar because I'll be real with you. That dude hit the prettiest caterpillar I've ever seen in my life. Hell yeah. I wonder what they like in a bar, man. Yeah, real shit. Like, they somebody, I'll probably be like, yo, I got to hang out with y'all for a couple more hours. Like, yeah. They ain't walking away. <laughs> then uh, Roman and Drew, it was a strong match. I mean, it, yeah. it, it really didn't have any meaning to me, but it was a good match. So yeah. I liked it. It was another one. Look, it, it was eventful. Yeah, uh, it was another one of those ones. I was like, all right, we we kind of know this is leading up to something else. Like, I'm surprised that this is still going on, but I'll take it. it, it like I said, it, it kept me entertained. Usually, like by that point, I'm like, all right, man, I'm starting to get tired. We gonna have to turn it up a notch. True that. But they kept me entertained. True that. Uh, I dug the Kofi match with Dolph. I like how he escaped the ring. I never saw that before in my life. Never. I said that right after. I'm like, I look at my girl. I'm like, yo, I ain't never seen nobody just dive out that bitch before. Yeah, that's it, def- definitely dope. And you, you got to have a, a, a certain level of uh, athleticism to actually pull that off, you know. Real shit. And then uh, the main event, Seth retained against Baron Corbin. Um, the crowd kind of shitted on that one. You know, the AEW chants. Uh, oh yeah, the boring chance, and and I feel bad for Seth because actually I feel bad for for all three of the champions currently because at the WrestleMania it just wasn't any competitors strong enough to make their titles like believable. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, it, like real shit. So it, it really it, it really kind of they really kind of fell flat in the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been waiting like honestly for all three of them. I've been waiting for that, you know, that ultimate rival to kind of come up. True. Where you're like, yo, they're going to be going back and forth forever. Like, yeah. it felt like The Rock always had somebody that he had a rivalry with. Yeah. And, but it made for, like, great TV. But, but none but of them again, have had that yet. But then again, when The when the Rock was around, it was they, – the stars were – there were a lot more bigger stars. Yeah. So when he battled somebody – you, you felt like it was a, the real deal. It's just uh, our guys in WWE kind of dropped the ball on making Star Future because at one time they were focused on one person. Yeah. So right now we're just it's kind of we're in the ground phases and we're we're out here trying to create that magic that we once had and I and I think it's coming coming around. No, it's definitely coming around. It's definitely coming around. Like, with all the talent that's just coming up right now, like, you know what I mean? I haven't been excited about wrestling like this in a minute. So it's definitely coming around. Oh, yeah. And speaking of the, the AEW chance, a week later they had uh, their second event called the uh, Fighter Fest. Hey, yo, time out. You ready for this? Yeah. So I almost accidentally watched Fighter Fest, right? And I I wanted to watch it, but I thought it was next month whole time thought it was next month so i found a link and it said to watch it for free and i was like cool let me go ahead and actually just save this link so when it comes up uh i'm ready to go yeah and then like i started watching like a clip and i'm like yeah what the hell is this clip from i was like i know they don't have like a regular ass tv show that i can just watch now so what the fuck the next thing you know i'm it like turns off and it's like your free preview is done you got to pay for this i was like no how, Sway, how? Okay, so I'm going to tell you what to do. And uh, listeners, if you didn't know already, uh, go ahead and download the Bleacher Report live app. Mm, got it. Um, and Fighter Fest and their upcoming event, Fight for the Fallen, they're both going to be free shows, so you'll be able to watch those. 
and you can watch them on demand too. So, oh yeah, because we are. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that one because yeah. I need to see that, bro. I, I, and I'll and I'll let you interpret it, but I'll, I'll give you my my interpretation from from what I've watched off oh, of yeah, it because I had to watch it, it twice. Which I don't blame. Yeah, because I'm probably I'm gonna have to watch it a few times, yeah. like just regardless. Because I, I heard that uh that John Moxley uh fucking fight was dope. So I was like, I, I'm gonna have to watch it a few times. Yeah. So I, I'll give you I'll give you some pros and I'll give you some some cons from from what I took of it. Now the pro some pros for me uh in the pre show they had a three way tag team match to see who was gonna get a first round bye in uh the upcoming tag team tournament. Yeah, uh, with the the best friends, uh, Trent Beretta and um, what's the other guy? His Chuck Taylor, um, SCU, Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian versus uh, the Private Party. That's two oh, cats shit. from um, they came from Queens. Uh, what's in what was it? House of Hardcore? No, House of Glory. I'm sorry. Shout out to Amazing Red. Um, but he trained them and um. They're, they're, they're dope. I like them. I, I, I enjoy it. The match was good. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't too long. Uh, all, all the moves they did seemed to work well and made sense. So I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, another another good match was uh, Christopher Daniels going against uh, Chinese superstar Seema in a, in a quick 10-minute match. But once again, everything flew, flowed well together. It was a, it was a good match. See, that's what I'm looking forward to. This is what I'm ready to watch. Yeah. Uh, another one was uh, they had a four-way um, singles where we had MJF, in my my opinion, one of the, the, the best trash talkers out there right now. Nice. Um, Hangman Adam Page, the, the, the stud, the, the 27-year-old stud that's just waiting for his moment to, to be on top oh, of they, the game. I heard they setting them up, too. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah, they setting them up. Nice, man. I enjoy it. Uh, Jimmy Havoc. Uh, nice. British hardcore wrestler that uh, staples people, staples paper to people's faces and 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 uh, other stuff to people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy is actually the son of the late great Luke Perry. What? Yeah, he looks just like Luke Perry, man. That's crazy. Yeah, with long hair, but uh, they put on another good show. Um. Let's see here. Formerly known in the WWE as Ty Dillinger, uh, now known as Sean Spears. Um, he he definitely showed his ass uh, on the show by hitting Cody Rhodes with a, a steel chair in the head, directly nice. in the head. Kind of similar to the way like uh, Mankind used to take it from uh, The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. One of those dead on drums. Yeah, like he records. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, supposedly the chair was supposed to be gimmicked or somehow rigged where it wouldn't hurt him that much, but it went wrong. Cody Rose ended up with 12 stitches in the back of his head. Oh, shit. Or correction, staples. I'm sorry, staples. Um, but uh, that wasn't kind of a good look, especially with everybody. We, we know how the Chris Benoit story went. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like WWE, the second the Chris Benoit shit happened, WWE, like, no more chair shots to the head. No. Put your hands up. Do something if you want that effect. But no direct shots to the head anymore. And I I don't know if this is one of the 
the the points where Cody want to use because we're different because we're we're ending our careers quicker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, cause that's all you're doing at that point. Yeah, um, I, and I'm gonna get more into that when I get into my cons of the of the event. Um, yeah. Then the best match of the night was John Moxley versus Joey Janela. Like, I knew it. So, like everything they did made sense. The spots were good. The the weapons they used were were good. Like. There was a one, one, you sick fuck, fuck, I can't even say it, you sick fuck chant, <laughs> uh, as, as John Motsley was bowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, definitely, definitely the match of the night, probably the, probably one of the, the matches of the past couple of weeks. Uh, Kenny Omega ended up, uh, attacking John Motsley at the end of the show, uh, to further their storyline because they're wrestling each other at all out That's in August. Nice. So, um. Good stuff. Now, the cons. In my opinion, I don't think none of the executive vice presidents really showed up to wrestle that that show. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, uh, on top of the Cody match with him taking that chair shot at the end, his match had a 20-minute time limit, and it went the whole 20 minutes. And, and my, it was five minutes too long. If they, they had to change, if they would have changed the time limit to maybe 15, uh-huh. be, because the other matches beforehand, they didn't they didn't crack fifteen minutes. So you had four matches ahead of these last three, that were short as shit, and then they had so much action in these other matches. When we got to your show, you're like, uh, it's like maybe I got time to go to the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it just and and then the the chair shot at the end. Even though it made uh, Sean Spears look great. It put him in a totally different, you know, air level of, of, of talent. Actually, th- it's kind of throwing him into the uh, the main event scene. So I dig that. that. But other than that, that, that match could have been five minutes shorter. It would have been good. Mm. Uh, then the six-man tag match with the other executive vice presidents, the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega, um, I-, I dug the outfit, dug the entrance. They, they went off of the whole Street Fighter deal. Oh, nice. So one was Ryu, one was uh, Ken, and then one was uh, Kenny Omega was Akuma. Oh shit! Yeah, he had the red hair, had the uh, the Akuma symbol on his back, and um, they fought the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Junior. My guys, and uh, this guy named Laredo Kid. Yeah, yeah. And they had they had another twenty minute match, a little bit over twenty minutes, but it felt like they were trying to put three thousand moves in into the into the match you know what i'm saying pretty much flip oh, i can do this flip no i can do this flip oh i can do this so i can kick you or i can slap it was, it was just a, it was just too much yeah where it's just like back to back to back to back to back man you're just like yo calm down man yeah and and you could tell that the teams weren't ready for it in, in my eyes because there was one nick jackson nick jackson one of the most athletic wrestlers out there very underrated when it comes to his athleticism uh-huh never rarely fucks up rarely fucks up but he's climbing up the rope he slipped to get ready for one of these big spots which in the end the spot did look cool but you had your man sitting there trying to balance himself on the top rope for like 30 seconds trying to wait for you to get back to your spot and it just threw the whole Ooh, yeah to me, it threw it the performance off like yeah it was, i was like yo this is too much man this is too much and once I see the, the reaction online and everybody's like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yo, 
what maybe maybe we got different eyes you know what i'm saying <laughs> maybe i'm fetty wop over here maybe because I, I didn't see what y'all saw no look look it, it sounds like you had attention to detail you know what i mean yeah because and the reason i had so much attention to detail is because of how much they everybody criticized the wwe yo <clears throat> you see what i'm saying like wwe gets thrown through the mud often but people fail to realize uh, how different a show that is one how the talent is really getting down in the ring two and they don't and and some of the things are not in their control and but people shit on these talent they shit on the wrestlers like but heaven forbid you do any of that shit to all elite then you just look like oh, a hater yeah. you look like a a WWE apologist you know what i'm saying so yeah cuz you know you can't the, and I guess I could say, like, in this society, like, you, you can't talk shit on the underdog. Well, let's be real. Yeah. Like, and, you and look let's like that another thing. Since we are talking about you can't talk shit to the underdog. So, during Stomping Grounds, my guy Seth Rollins, you know, um, sent out a tweet pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, said, find anyone else alive who does it as well and as often as I do. He said, you ain't going to find nobody. Mm. So, New Japan star, uh, another one of my guys, Will Ospreay, he tweeted, I'm alive. So, Seth saw it, and Seth said, oh, I'm sorry, little guy. We already had a better version of you. His name is Ricochet, <laughs> and he just won his U.S. title tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, okay, Seth. You, you learned from the school of Becky on the tweets. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He gets spicy with it. Yeah. So, so Will gets a little bit more spicier himself. Says fact of the day. I've wrestled more matches in 2019 than Seth Rollins. Catch up, little Yikes. guy. And then had a gift of uh, Obama dropping the mic. Yikes. Yeah. So Seth went, did his thing, finished his pay-per-view. You know what I'm saying? Then he came back. He said, I mean, if you want to talk numbers, we can compare bank accounts, too. P. Oh, no. That's the P.S. That's counting a month off with a broken back. No. So that was my reaction. I was like, yes, yes. I bring bring all the smoke on this in, on this internet. Oh man. Now the 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 New Japan and the AEW marks were like, oh, this is too much. You didn't have to talk about the money and yada yada yada. Hold on for a split second. Why is the money off off limits? Hold on. Brianna, yes. All the money. You you want a pencil? Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find you a pencil. Yeah, since it's Fourth of July, Daddy Daycare. Oh Every yeah. Morning. There's a pencil for you. All right. I'll be out there soon. All righty. Yeah, she got to try to make the show every time she's around. Exactly. She's like, look, it ain't the show if I don't guest star for a second. True that. Hey. True that. Superstar in the making. You know. Um, but. I, I, I'll compare the, the little war of the words. It's kind of like, it's hip-hop beef. People, Ooh. like, I don't understand. Like, if this was a, if this was a battle, you know, if this was like Cassidy versus, who did he just uh, battle and everybody say he lost? Oh, God, I don't even remember it, bro. Uh, but nah. anyway... You know the 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 or or saying Hitman Holler or, or or Charlie Clips or Conceited, 
You know what I'm saying? You know how raw their rhymes are, and people don't feel offended when they do. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Or I even go mainstream. I, I would say this back and forth was similar to Drake and Pusha T. I can see that. Now, Pusher might have said, I'm the best in, out here, and Drake dropped Duff, Duffy, and then he dropped the... Uh, I don't even remember what Drake dropped, because I know my man Pusha T came through with the story of Adonine. Mm-hmm. And you, you were hiding a child, and everybody's like, well, you took it too far. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. as soon as I heard it, I was like, no, that, that's actually right on. Like, I, I probably would have done the same thing if I had that information. And, that, and, and you know what I'm saying? And it goes back. When you're in a battle, you know the gloves come off. Exactly. So why are we being so soft about a guy talking about his bank account? Especially when you can't argue that fact. Like, that that's a fact. That, that's a fact. That's a fact. And, and since then, uh, Seth Rollins doing damage control came out, apologized. I shouldn't have said anything about the money. Um it was a garbage tweet. When I sent it, I knew it was garbage. I wanted, I, but I'm not going to take anything back. But I do apologize, yada, yada, yada. And Will Ospreay accepted it. Um, so, so everything's right in the world again. But I was like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. This is just banter. If, if Becky would have said some shit like that, y'all have been like, oh, it's oh, exactly. it's Becky. You know what I'm saying? But it's exactly. coming from Seth. But I think Seth gets the bad rap just because of how everything around surrounding his, his, his championship reign right now is kind of flat. I mean, exactly, though. Yeah, other than the, the great match he had with AJ Styles, like, we haven't got a chance to really get the full effect of Seth as a universal champion. I've definitely seen way more of Kofi than I've seen of Seth, though. Let's be real. Yeah, And I'm all here for that. You know yeah. me. Yeah. I'm all here for that. But um, it, yeah, it's just it just doesn't seem fair. Seth is not getting his uh, his just due. But maybe maybe that stuff will change here soon because uh, WWE did announce that uh, Paul Heyman uh, will be the executive director for Monday Night Raw, and Eric Bischoff will be the executive director for SmackDown. Ooh. Um, now it's reported by uh, a lot of a lot of sites that Paul Heyman started Monday night while Eric Bischoff won't start until after extreme rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely saw the difference. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, most definitely. Like I feel, I feel Paul Heyman will be able to bring back raw to his essence, a, a raw TV show, a couple of, a couple of real feeling moments. You know what I'm saying? Um, because that, that, that falls count anywhere match. Oh yeah. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Look, that actually, honestly, that entire episode, like you could tell it had an entirely different feel to it. Yes. And I couldn't put my finger on it until you just said, Oh, he started on Monday though. And I'm like, wow. All right. Yeah. The the vibes are very raw, very, very extreme. And I'm Yeah. From from that to the uh, to the reformation of the club at the end of the show, um, yeah. To the the Mike Canellis Maria Canellis uh, incidents and shout out to them. Uh, she is actually pregnant. Oh, for real? I see. I wasn't sure. Yeah, she she actually is pregnant, but uh, 
boy, she belittled her man in that ring. <laughs> Yo, I was watching that shit like, I, I genuinely feel bad because I think this is a real thing right now. <laughs> like, as soon as she said that she was going to call Becky to impregnate her next, I was like, damn, because that's that's a thing in 2019. Yeah, yeah, I cried. <laughs> I cried for him, man. <laughs> Yo, real shit. But hold on. I also, I got also, I, I got to give, I got to give them a shout out. Got to give them a shout out because they did recently sign a, a new five year deal, five hundred thousand a year deal. Oh, bet. So as a as a couple, they're getting a million dollars a year for five years. That's five oh, mil. Bet. Look, you know that joint income. You gotta love that. Yes, and. And peep game. She did not tell them she was pregnant. So after she signed her name on the My dotted girl. line. Yes. Yes. Salute to her. Salute to Maria Canellas from coming from being the, they used to portray her as the, the ditzy little girl. When she first started, she left, went to Ring of Honor, went to New Japan as a manager, came back strong and got that guap. Came back, <laughs> finessed them. Got that guap. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm yeah. Look, that makes me happy. Uh, Look, honestly, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, you can definitely see um, come back because um, it's also been reported that they want to uh, to attract more teenage viewers again. Oh, that's good though. That's good. Uh, hence why we heard words like shit and bitch on uh on on live TV. Uh, also on SmackDown, Kofi threw a. Uh, <laughs> Flip the bird to your man Samoa Joe after saying he was too fat to be hiding all around places. <laughs> <laughs> and then caught him with a sweet SOS kick. I'm 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 excited for this Joe uh Kofi thing. I don't want Co- I don't want Kofi to lose. My prediction is Kofi not losing until SmackDown comes on Fox. Bet. But uh I think we're gonna get a fire little program. And we gotta figure out who's on what roster. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one too, man. Because because uh, Joe is a Raw star, but he's fighting for the SmackDown Championship. That's what I'm saying. I'm like this because, like, once again, none of this makes any sense. It's still just everybody's everywhere at this point. And I think after Extreme Rules, we're they're gonna define what's what, what this and that, and um, we can actually see what uh, see what who's who's on whose side because. I just don't see Fox and Universal or NBC being in the same bed together with with the TV show. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. I definitely feel you there. Like I like it's. I, I feel it's definitely going to be two separate shows. So they got to get separate talent. <laughs> Look, and they're going to have to, man, because like they're going to yeah. want something that's going to be a little bit different. You know? Yeah, both of them, and. And it's good that uh, Eric Bischoff is going to be on SmackDown because he has tons and tons of experience with TV at Zay. And you, you know yo, so it's, it's kind of be- funny when you think about it, too, because, like, SmackDown is kind of like the w- WCW of WWE. Like, it, it's more it's more of a showman show. And in yeah. my opinion, like, WCW was such a showman show, and I think that was my, like, attraction to it. So I could see Bischoff going in there and kind of killing that. Yeah, when when Bischoff was rocking in WCW, we had the Cruiserweights, we had Booker T, we had Jericho, Guerrero, we had like, and then we had the top of the car, we had the Goldbergs, we had the Sting, you know what I'm saying? Literally it was, everything that WWE yeah. stole from them. Well, 
that's another conversation. I think it was a little bit of stealing going around for everybody. Oh, it was all <laughs> over the place. But yeah, I was, I was just motherfuckers would be on TV one day. Like, like shout out to uh, the late great Rick Rude. He was on three different TV shows and one. My week. dude, <laughs> that that he was he was commentary on ECW on what for this week. Uh, he was in a pre-tape with the uh, with the Generation X as the bodyguard, See what I mean? and then he walks out on Monday night. Part of the NWA. My dude was like, I get checks. I do what I want. But yeah, shout out to him. But um, what we got? So uh, what is it next week? AEW's next event, uh, Fight for the Fallen on Bleacher Report Live for free. Nice. If y'all want to check that out. But it's going to be a little competition because the war is here. Oh, yeah, it's on. So uh, also running on that same day, uh, we have NXT UK, uh, their version of TakeOver. Uh, That'll be, I want to say, at 3 o'clock that afternoon. Yeah. and that, that, that caused the uproar beginning earlier um, because everybody's like, oh, they're competing, they're competing. And WWE is like, no, we're not. This is in British time, so it's going to be four hours before this show. Exactly. We're not playing around. But then WWE announced that the 10th year anniversary of the Evolve show uh, will also be playing on July 13th on the WWE Network at the same exact time as Fight for the Fall. Oh, that's messed up. So, Kenny Omega tweeted and then quickly deleted it, pretty much trying to feel like the victim in the whole situation, like they didn't start this war. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say with bro, like, y'all, y'all did this. Yeah. He, he, and, and Kenny said some stuff like um, them working for blood money and it, it's crazy that y'all going to do a, do a show on a day we're doing a show as a, as a benefit show. And I'm like, uh, sir, you wanted competition, you, so this is what you, you did. said. You wanted all this smoke, and now you don't. Yeah, and one, so you must not really think much about your company if you're scared of an indie promotion called Evolve that a lot of people really don't know anything about. Exactly. Um, that Evolve show, and the tickets are probably sold out, but uh, they're going to be at the 2300 Arena in Philly. Uh-huh. Uh, Saturday night. Oh, shit, then, so same spot, yeah. And then the pay-per-view will be in uh, – Extreme Rules will be in Philly. So, yeah. WWE is taking over Philly this week, uh, next weekend. But Oh, Jesus. This is going to be a long weekend, bro. Yeah. Uh, I want to say the main event on um, on that Evolve show is going to be Adam Cole defend, defending the NXT championship against Tozawa. So, we about to go to the city to go see Adam Cole. It's about to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this because you. I, I'll tell you some of the people that came out of Evolve. You have Adam Cole, yeah. Tozawa. Oh shit, Cash is Ono. Oh shit, Cesaro. Yo, hold on. Um, Cedric Alexander. Oh, this is gonna be dope. Uh, Isaiah Swerve, Scott or Shane Strickland, Stokely Hathaway. Uh, shit, half of the NXT roster. Exactly. Johnny Gargano. Um. Uh, Tommaso Champa, I can go on. Yeah. Oh wait, is Champa gonna be there though? I don't know. I know he, he he's he's almost uh, back to one hundred percent, but I don't believe he's been cleared yet. I'm like I'm waiting, bro. I'm just waiting. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's definitely gonna be a, a a good event. Um, maybe next week we can we can catch up and um, do some predictions. Oh yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I, I had to. Uh... 
start looking at like where my seats was because uh, I didn't buy the ticket yet. And I was like, yo, because I literally I'm not leaving work until 530. And I was like, okay. oh, shit. All right. And it's going to take me at least an hour and a half to get from the job to there. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to get the expensive seats thing because I'm probably going to miss a good amount of this damn show trying to just get there. So I was like, oh, well, let me tell you something. Um, Shout out to my homeboy, Emilio Sparks with WrestleRap. Facts. But uh, download the SeatGeek app. Type in the promo code Rassle uh-huh. and get ten dollars off your first purchase. What? Yeah, man. Oh. I did it to uh, go to WrestleMania. I, I got my little discount. That was enough for my show for NXT Takeover, for Wiley Mania, and for WrestleMania. Oh, I bet. If it, shoot, if it won't for SeatGeek, your boy might not have went. Oh, <laughs> bad. I'm about to do that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it helped the homie out, man. So, um, go. I'm gonna uh, go ahead and let you, uh, you know. Throw, throw all your Twitter handles and stuff out there. Oh, man, you already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Most McFly. You can follow me on all social media. And I mean that when I say all social media because I'm on all of it. It doesn't even matter if it's dead or not. I still got it. But it's at M-O-S-M-C-F-L-2-Y's. You already know because we too fly, man. It's A-Squad in this bitch. We out, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Hey, enjoy your holiday. Yeah, bro. Have a good one, man. Happy 4th to y'all. All right. Peace. Eat. It's going to be a three-way for the TNA heavyweight title at Sacrifice between you, Kurt Angle, and Samoa Joe. Now, before you get there, you have an important step tonight as you and X-Division champion Petey Williams take on the unlikely duo of Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance, Minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning, if we used to go one-on-one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. See, but I'm going to break it down for all you ladies. Would you rather be with me, or would you rather be with Joe? Well, I think Joe's kind of nice. I mean, you know. See, you're one of those girls that like romance. I'm going to talk to all my freaks out there. Would you rather come home to me, a genetic freak, to be satisfied every night, or go home to that fat-ass small Joe? See, tonight, we're going to win, and I'm going to be the world champion at sacrifice. Come on, P. Let's go. Scotty, just like you always say, Big Papa Pump has got your hookup. Well, Maple Leaf Muscle is who you need to look up. Holler if you hear that. Yep, as always, thanks for the homie Most McFly for coming through. Appreciate you, my G. Follow him on all those good social media outlets that he did say uh, in our conversation. Let me know what y'all think, though, man. Uh, Let me get some ratings. Let me get some reviews. You know how to do it. If you're at Apple Podcasts, just find the podcast. Go to the bottom, scroll down, write a review. 
Uh, give me a couple of stars. You know, I still got a couple five stars. I, I really want some good feedback, though. Let me know how. Just let me know. I mean, I would say this has been like my, my soft opening to this to this whole experience that I do have in my head. Trying to finally get it to exactly where I want. Uh, hence why there's no watch along episode this week. Didn't really have time to um to pick anything in the process of moving, you know, and being a parent while you're moving is a lot is a little bit more difficult than just being you and maybe your significant other or you just trying to find a bachelor pad. It's it's definitely different situations because not only do I have to think about myself and the location where it's at, how close it is to the job or to the things I do throughout the week. But I also got pretty much three kids. I have uh, my daughter, of course, my son. He's about to be in high school next year. Uh, Shout out to him. He just uh, finished his season. They were uh, a bunch of 13 and 14-year-olds, and they were actually playing against 15 to 17-year-olds. And we were in fifth place in the the playoff seeds, you know what I mean? But... uh, we beat the number two team. The number one team blew us out, but they got two starting varsity 10th graders on their team. And we held it down, though, man. Shout out to the to Virginia Beach Lakers. We ain't done yet. We got one more se- uh, one more playoff. Not playoff, but one more tournament here at the beginning of August just to get ourselves right for school. So I'm excited for that. Shout out to my son, Manny. Um, Brianna's still getting on my, my damn nerves. <laughs> Doing what she do, and and Freckles, Freckles, the little the little dog here, that just gave me the side eye because I decided to talk about him, it's punk ass. But uh, yeah, we got to think about him. Which which spots are gonna let us bring our little dog with us? Uh, who has the best schools? There's like there's so many different things that I have to look through along with my girlfriend. So I really haven't had time to really get down the way I want to when it comes to wrestling. Uh, that's why it's been three weeks since we've we've spoke. You know what I mean? So thank you for uh, sticking by. The plan is, this is, I, I would consider this like a soft opening. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when a new restaurant starts up, they might open a couple of days prior before they get the real word out there because they're trying to figure out their direction. They're trying to figure out which their focus, who we're targeting. You know what I mean? So... That's why there wasn't a watch-along part today. Even though I enjoy the watch-along, but I'm going to keep it G. If I don't have anybody here to watch them along, it's just kind of like a, a watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a watch with me and me trying to do my best commentary. Even though I'm better than some people, like according to, <laughs> to the internet that's going on right now. But uh, we ain't going to talk about that. As always, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at v.thee underscore dj that's v d o t underscore the underscore dj snapchat is dj v dot seven five seven i've been um using my 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 drawing skills and i i think i got a i think i might came up with the logo so look out for that um look out for some new cover art of course if it really gets off the ground look out for the merch you know uh shout out to alexis littlefoot I got uh just copy me that that new day shirt she made. It's, it's a dope ass shirt too, and it's soft. 
You gotta love a soft t-shirt. <laughs> but um, if you want one yourself, go to alexislittlefoot.com. Uh, that is A-L-E-X-I-S-L-I-T-T-L-E-F-O-T-T. Oh, F-O-O-T, sorry. Dot com. Um, she does some uh, some dope work. Shout out to, let's see, shout out to uh, my homie We Want Wrestling. Real good dude on Twitter. Shout out to him. Follow him. I'm I'm just waiting. I got my wrestle rap shirt. I got my Alexis Littlefoot shirt. Littlefoot shirt. Now I'm just waiting for that new design on that Rewant Wrestling. Uh, shout out to them. Let's talk a little bit of NBA though before I get out of here. This time last week, we were just finding out that Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, DeAndre Jordan were all linking up together to become part of the Brooklyn Nets. We saw Stephen Avery Smith's reaction. Hilarious. Um, shout out to my Miami Heat, though. We, 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 pulled the heist, we pulled a pretty good heist ourselves acquiring Jimmy Butler. We lost Josh Richardson, but I can live with it. Um, and then the shocker of it all, because all week, where's Kawhi going? Where's Kawhi going? It's 99% chance it's going to be the Lakers. Then it turned to a 97% chance it's going to be the Raptors. And out of nowhere... This man is a Los Angeles Clipper. And then let me tell you what else the Clippers did. The Clippers traded, they traded all their draft picks, and they got your man Paul George. So it, it looks like, uh, shout out to Kawhi, because we might actually have a, a very competitive NBA season right now. There's a lot of teams with a lot of stars um, that, are, that are ready to get down and ready to go for that, that cup, that chip with the dip. You feel me? Shout out to Drake. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm excited. It's word on the street. Russ might get traded, too. It seems like uh, OKC is going to be in a rebuilding phase. But I don't understand. Or how are you going to be in a rebuilding state? Well, you did just get all those draft picks from the Clippers. I lied. So, yeah. And uh, Russ got a four-year, $170 million contract just sitting out there. So that's going to be hard. I don't know if there's a lot of teams at all that could uh, absorb that absorb that contract and uh, get rid of key pieces because you know OKC is going to want something good it would be funny if like the next team that gets Russell they trade all their draft picks too so the, all it will be is an OKC uh, draft for the next like 3 or 5 years but um, I'm here for it I'm ready for definitely ready for basketball season to start up ready for my Atlanta Falcons you know what I mean the Dirty Birds we about to take our division back this year. F them Saints. You know what I'm saying? F them Saints. I love your city, but F them Saints. <laughs> uh, Zion, he got his first little bit of playing as an NBA player at the Summer League. Couple of uh, a flashy power dunks. Flexed on him a little bit, but he ended up going up. Or he ended up going out of the game pretty much nine minutes in with the knee bruise. And they said, let's shut this shit down. I don't blame him. That's my number one draft pick. That's my face. Even though, low-key, the Pelicans look kind of good. I can't even hold you. They they, they look kind of good. Uh, Utah. Utah's going to be a strong team. Now, I don't see them as a contender because I am a Heat fan, but I'm a LeBron Mark. So, uh, it could be the Clippers. It could be the Houston Rockets. We know it ain't Golden State this year. But, um... I'm just ready for it to go, you know. Uh, now, moving, regarding this podcast, my time is slowing down a little bit. I have, uh, 
I got a party this weekend. After that, I might take it easy on the gigs unless, I mean, but I can't. I love the money and I'm moving. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But the goal is until I can get situated into the new crib, um, watch along episodes are going to be far and a few unless somebody comes in town or somebody's not a, or somebody's actually has some time for the boy and um we'll we'll let you know but we'll definitely get into uh into that and I still got a couple of things I I've I've written down and jotted down that I I kind of want to discuss too I want to talk about 205 live I think I might see if I could put a poll up on Twitter what was your best version uh or your best era of 205 live I'll put it as the uh the Enzo Amore era the uh Cedric Alexander or the age of Alexander uh the Buddy Murphy era and and now which one do you uh now there I would definitely talk about all the the reasons why but my 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 era was that uh that Cedric Alexander era the age of Alexander because they were working and I've been watching it since its inception you know what I'm saying so I seen the growth and I and I've been a 205 live fan. But um that's that will be coming. I don't know what what episode that is, but it that but it will be coming. And shit, I've been almost doing this a year now. I think August would be would technically be a year if I did it weekly or or had the consistency that I I strive for. Um I'll be coming up on my year-long anniversary. But we'll get there. We'll get there. The race to 52 is definitely here. So, uh, y'all take it easy. And remember, hashtag wrestling fans don't cheat.